where Grant messed up was was he could have he could have used that just about anybody because mm. he does that with anybody, but he he chose to insert black people, and then where he messed up was instead of just saying uh, instead of just saying, yeah, I target black people and I speak in a language that they because uh, I relate to them where I'm from and I speak to them in a language that they can understand because I understand it because we're from the same place. Mm -hmm. He could have said that and it'd be cool. Mm -hmm. Where he messed up was, yeah, I target black people on their 40 and I talked to him and uh, he used some other type of word, these type of words, not anything complex. And I talked to them in street terms. Mm -hmm. That's where he messed up saying the, putting the street in there because like, what? Right. So you choosing to talk to all black people like in street, mm -hmm. in street terminology. Most black people don't understand street terminology. Hey, yo, everybody has a six-figure goal, but they're only thinking of 100 racks, not realizing that six figures goes all the way up to 900K. And I was able to do that with just one digital product in my business. But it's not about how much came in. It's about how much that I missed out on because of information that I did not have. And I don't want you to go through the same thing in your entrepreneurial journey. So I'm hosting a completely free masterclass this upcoming Thursday, teaching how you can take your own IP, your own intellectual property, knowledge and information that you already have, create digital products and digital assets with it. Not only that, but I'm going to teach you the entire framework and system and system, S-Y-S-T-E-M, stands for saving yourself time, energy, and money so you don't have to go through the same pitfalls that I had to go through along the way. So go ahead, click the link, and join the master class. It is completely free, but spots are limited, so take advantage now. I'll see you on Thursday. Welcome to another episode of It's Crowded at the Top. I'm your host, Aston CEO. Got the voice of God with me on the other end. Hey, peace and blessings, beautiful people. Church. Man, you want... Let's let's get into it, man. The the black delegation is upset with Grant Cardone. <laughs> yeah, on on the surface level, they are at least. We'll see and how you know, and you know, I'm somebody. I've name dropped Grant quite a few times on this uh, on this podcast. Yeah, it's somebody sure. that I like study and I look look to, but he messed up. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> at, he at the up. worst time, like, because <laughs> he didn't, he didn't gather the troops. He gathered all his black friends. <laughs> Grant went, Grant went and got all of his black friends to promote him the last month. And then right after they, right after he uh, tapped into their resources, tapped into their audience. Mm -hmm monetize the attention that he got off of their audience. Mm -hmm. He came out and said, uh, yeah, I basically target black people that's under the age of 40, and I talk to them real dumb-wise and in street lingo so they can understand what I'm saying. You feel me? <laughs> it's like, it's like talking to children, you know, if, if to put it in, in ter better terms. <laughs> Here's what I want to say about Grant, because people, people have DM'd me just asking my opinion on it, whether they know or don't know that he's somebody that I study as far as the marketing and sales aspect of things, right? Mm -hmm. Because people, they don't realize about Grant. A lot of people, they think that Grant Cardone is a real estate guy. Right. True and false. Grant Cardone is a marketer first, mm. salesman second, real estate guy third. Mm. 
So people just hear him go out here talking about real estate, real estate, real estate all the time. They think he's a real estate guy. Like, no, Grant is one of the, if not the biggest internet marketer. Mm-hmm. Grant got a $100 million education company. Mm. Real estate come after that. Yeah. That's what bring in the that's what bring in the dough. So as somebody that's a marketer myself, who do you study? You study the people that's doing it. Right. So he's somebody that I study. Now, <clears throat> totally grant hundred percent wrong. Don't agree with what he said at all about speaking to us because. One thing that I don't like, I don't like when people that aren't from certain things classify the thing that they have no experience at. Right. So as far as, I know some of his past as far as drug abuse, I know he's from Louisiana and all that type of stuff, but he's not street. Right. So to use that term street, and this ain't just with white people, this people, period. Like I hate, I, I don't like when black people that ain't never been nothing from the hood be like calling stuff hood. Mm-hmm. Hood and ghetto and yeah. Oh, that's so ghetto. That's so hood. I'm like, no, nah, that's a place. Right. That action that somebody's doing is not. I'm like, I don't like when people when people use that analogy to stuff. Because mm-hmm. it's like it's not hood and ghetto and street. That's not a monolithic thing. Right. So you be like, that's so hood. I'm like, what? Yeah, my people from the hood, they sit there, they sitting there and, and reading books on quantum physics and playing chess. And yeah, stuff. Is exactly. That, is that hood too? Man. You know what I'm saying? My little cousin, people wouldn't know where he come from. He sit there and want to have a history and theology conversations with you all day. Mm-hmm. Is, is that hood? Right, right. I'm saying that's why I don't like when people be like, oh, it's so hood. Especially black people. I'll be like, self-hatred. Like, I'll be like, where are you where are you from? Mm-hmm. Not I don't even think it's self-hatred. I just be questioning where people are from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's that's true in itself, but I also feel like there's an element of association. Because, for example, when they're saying that's so hood and so that's so ghetto. They're not thinking of like white neighborhoods, white ghettos. They're thinking of, of us when they use yeah. those terms. Yeah. But I just know me, my first mind, I just be like, where are you from? Mm-hmm. Like somebody that somebody that you may you may pick on one name drop, but you may pick up on who I'm thinking of right now. I remember when Meek Mill was going through his situation, when it was like the free meat campaign, when he got locked up for the for popping a wheelie. Right. You remember right. that? Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. This one particular chick that that we both know, she was talking about, uh, she was just like, yeah, if y'all can't follow the rules when y'all on probation, blah, blah, blah. Like, just why you got to be doing that? It's his fault he went back to jail, blah, blah, blah. Which, it, it is his fault for being put in that position of being on pro. I get that aspect of it. But she was like, like fighting against all of the, like, dude was on a dirt bike, popped a wheelie, and goes to prison type right. of stuff. Right, yeah, that's that's ridiculous. I started to look at her differently from, like, that. Because I'm like, where are you? Who are, like, who mm-hmm. raised you? Mm-hmm. 
that's what I'd be like. I'd be like, who raised you? Mm. I'm not judging you right now. I'm like, who the, the who influence. did you learn from? Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, your life teacher. Who's your mama? Who's your daddy? Who's your uncles? Mm. Your cousins, your aunts and stuff. For you to not even see the fact of what probation is. It's like you can't do... Somebody that's a criminal, they get locked up, they get out on probation. One thing it says is you're not allowed to be around any criminals. You come from a certain element. You go home, your granny might get a charge. Right. Your mama, daddy. You go and stay brother. home at your granny house. Mm-hmm. Your brother got something. Your, your neighbor. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's just such a tight rope that you got to... And I know that I haven't personally been through it, but I... I know it. Hmm. See it really, really up close. I'm like, hey, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to interact with nobody. You can't do this. You, you have any police interaction? You going to jail? I'm like any? Right. Yeah, it's a, it's a big setup, man. Big setup. And uh, and he was on probation for like what over a decade. Yeah, insane. But anyways, just to get off of that, the the Grant thing though, when he says when he says the street, I understand what Grant was attempting to say. He said it the wrong way. That's what I was gonna ask you. Like, even with you saying he was hundred percent wrong, do you think it was more of just like just saying the wrong thing? You know what I'm saying? Could he use better word, better phrasing? Or do you think he his just his he idea? He definitely said. Nah, he said the he's. I understand his message. He said it the wrong way. Basically, anybody that anybody that knows anything about sales and marketing, no matter who your target demographic is, you need to dumb it down. Mm-hmm. The average American only speaks on an elementary school grade. Right. Period. Like third that's, that's grade. why you got sh- that's why you got shows out here. Like, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Mm-hmm. And they be <laughs> like losing. Because, yeah. <laughs> But it, but it shows me though, because the fifth grader they're learning the useless information in real time, and you don't forget all the useless information because mm-hmm. school teaches us stuff that we don't don't need. You learn everything from school probably by max sixth grade, pushing seventh, like yeah. for real, for real. Because yeah. all you need out in the real world, unless you're gonna be a doctor, lawyer, engineer, stuff like that. Uh, reading, writing, basic arithmetic. You learn all that by fifth, sixth grade. Mm-hmm. The only reason I even said six was, I'm sure it's different now, but I learned how to type in sixth grade. That's why. I, that's why I said mm-hmm. sixth grade. That's the only reason why. See, I, that it was, was like a re- fifth grade for me. No, nah, it was a my my school was a requirement. I went to a man's school. It was a requirement. All sixth graders. We took a typing class and Latin class. Mm. Latin, huh? Hmm. Yeah. That's why when I got to high school, my foreign language elective, I picked Latin because in my head, I'm like, oh, I took it in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. It was way harder. <laughs> I, was... uh... I should have just picked Spanish, mm-hmm. which I'm learning Spanish. I told you earlier, my, my keyboard on my phone been messing me up because I got three keyboards on my phone now. Most people, they got their... This regular keyboard and emoji keyboard. Mm-hmm. I got the Spanish Espanol keyboard because on my my app that I'm learning the stuff on, it'll say I'm getting stuff wrong because of autocorrect. Mm-hmm. And I hit it, 
Because I be wanting to know. I've heard a couple chicks say, que rico. What does that mean? What what do what they does say? Que, que rico. Que, que rico? I don't know. You ain't never. Sound good when they say it, too. <laughs> but we went to a, a dope Latin spot in Vegas this past week. Had a blast. Had a blast. Yeah, I doubt the environment that you was in, you would hear uh, Latino women saying, Carico. <laughs> I've heard it a couple times. I, I, I interpret it means something good. But anyways, anyways, though, Grant, let's get back on track with Grant Cardone. <laughs> it's like um, anybody that's in sales and marketing, you know that you need to dumb down your message. Mm-hmm. It needs to be, you need to be using wording to whereas, like I said, an elementary kid can understand it because most Americans only read on an elementary school level. And it's not a knock on, on most people. It's just school does not teach us like really how to read anymore once you're past a certain Hey, like once you learn how to read, you learned how to read. They don't continue to right. teach you how to read. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like you learn how to talk. You, once your daughters know how to talk, you're not going to be sitting there with them when they seven and being like, okay, this is how you'd say this. <laughs> not like you've yeah. already stopped doing that now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Your youngest is two. You've already stopped doing that with her. Yeah. Yeah. Because like once you know how to talk, you know how to talk. You're gonna just pick up on stuff. You're gonna play copycat with your sister. You're gonna do this, you're gonna do you gonna learn. So it's the same with reading. It's like you know your ABCs, you know how to put letters together. Mm-hmm. You know how they're not so it's not a I don't want anybody to get offended. And it's crazy I even gotta put, put out, out this yeah. little thing right now. Cause people be like, It'll be the the one person out there that reads slow and be like, oh, I'm smarter than a fifth grader. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm, on, I'm not attacking you, fam. Yeah. What they say? But, uh, um, what, is, what is the saying? A, a hurt dog barks or something like that? What is it? A hit dog holler. Oh, yeah. There we go. I was close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, a hurt dog bark. What they say about top dog do what? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but but... So I, that's why I'm saying I understand the messaging of that just because you need to, in any type of, of marketing or sales, you need to dumb it down. Mm-hmm. Where where Grant messed up was, was he could have he used that just about anybody because mm-hmm. he does that with anybody. But he, he chose to insert black people. And then where he messed up was instead of just saying, uh, instead of just saying, yeah, I target black people and I speak in a language because uh, I relate to them where I'm from, and I speak to them in a language that they can understand. Because I understand it, because we're from the same place. Mm-hmm. He could have said that, and it'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Where he messed up was, yeah, I target black people under forty, and I talk to them, and uh, he used some other type of word, these type of words, not anything complex, and I talk to them in street terms. Mm-hmm. That's where he messed up saying the putting the street in there, because like what, right? So you choosing to talk to all black people like in street, mm-hmm. in street terminology. Most black people don't understand street terminology. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I'm saying that that like 
monolithic thing of just saying, oh, this is hood, this is ghetto, this is street. Mm -hmm. It's like like I CPT, say like saying, you know, CPT. Like, all black people ain't late, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, <stop>. it's not. <laughs> like, <laughs> But but just but just for him to say he talks to black people in street terms so yeah. they understand it, I'm like, uh, most black people don't understand street terms. Right. I say stuff to my mama. I just be talking and stuff. I be on the phone with my mama. I be in town or she be in town and I say certain <laughs> stuff. She has no clue. And I'm thinking she just knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I be like, oh, no, it means, it means this. She's black. Right. Yeah. Street term like like and I'm saying like what is a what is a street terminology? Everybody don't know what if I sit here and I talk about a QP, don't nobody know what the everybody every black person don't know what a QP is. Yeah, you're gonna be thinking about McDonald's. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I talk about an elbow, if I if I sit there and I say an elbow, most black people don't know that means a pound. Honey band, honey band, honey band, honey band, honey band, honey bands. Everybody has a six-figure goal, but they're thinking too small. They're only thinking of 100 bands, not realizing that six figures goes all the way up to 900K. And I was able to do that in my business with just one digital product. But it's not about how much came in. It's about how much that I lost out on because of information that I did not have. And I do not want you to go through the same thing on your entrepreneurial journey. So I'm hosting a completely free masterclass this upcoming Thursday, teaching how you can create and scale digital products and digital assets. But not only that, I'm giving you the entire framework and system to take your own intellectual property, your own IP, get it in the right system to scale. And system, S-Y-S-T-E-M, stands for saving yourself time, energy, and money. So go ahead, click the link, and join me this upcoming Thursday for the masterclass. See you soon. Like, what is, when, you, when you're saying street terms to talk to black people, yeah. that's why I don't like when people that aren't from, aren't from something use, use something to describe a people. Right. Street, street terminology? Do you understand what the streets are? Yeah, and then it compounds when when he looks the way he does. Yeah. <laughs> like, it compounds on top of that. It's just... But but what I'm but what I'm what I'm disappointed in for us is that we get upset at that. Mm. I'm like we got real because uh, Grant said some Grant said some wild stuff about black people before. This ain't the first. Yeah, time. Yeah, I know St stuff starting to resurface though. Did you see the uh, one ad he had? He was like, "Y'all going out there, you rapping, playing ball, spending all your money on chains and dumps." Like, did you see that one? I haven't seen it resurface, but I've seen stuff similar to that. Mm -hmm. I study Grant. Yeah. That's why I'm saying I haven't seen any resurface stuff. I just know he said some wild stuff mm -hmm. in the past. Grant's been on a uh who who was he sitting down doing an interview with? And you could tell they felt uncomfortable. Uh uh what's my what's my man's name? I always I always get his I always get uh two of his names mixed up. Um Patrick Bet David. Sometimes I, Man, I get the that's David a name Bet. for you. <laughs> you don't know who he is? Mm -mm. Goaded. Mm. 
somebody else that I study, but Patrick Bet David. Sometimes I get the David Bet mm-hmm. mixed up. Sometimes I say Patrick David Bet instead of Patrick Bet David. But Grant was on on his show once. I believe it was him, and Grant was like, "Oh no, man, they love me, man. I got the I got the pass to say the N word." Oh yeah, like yeah. He said stuff like they've that. Been, they've been they've been playing that a lot over the last couple of days too. Oh they mm-hmm. but I'm just saying. I can say I've the N word now. Yeah, you no, know, but it was like I've heard I've heard Grant say, "Yeah, Pat, Patrick Bet Davey mm-hmm. was like, mm-hmm. you could tell he was like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that little nervous chuckle or whatever." But when I say I'm a I'm not gonna say upset. That was a that was a wrong choice of word. Disappointed. I'm disappointed that we get upset mm-hmm. at that type of at that type of stuff. I'm like, yo, Grant Cardone is a white dude from the backwoods of Louisiana. What do you expect? Right. Born in I want to say '58. I think he's a white dude from backwoods nowhere, Louisiana. Born in the fifties. Mm-hmm. What do you expect? That's like me. I'm from Kentucky. That's like if I hear somebody, if I hear a white person born in the fifties from Kentucky say some wild stuff about a black person, I'm not gonna get upset at that. Right. I've heard it many times. It's like I don't. So what? Yeah. So that's that's why I'm I get disappointed, and then why I get further disappointed in it is we'll take the, we'll take something that we don't like that somebody said, and then we'll take all the good that we can get from it. We'll throw it away because we don't like something that this person said. Mm-hmm. Got me thinking about snowfall. <laughs> whereas whereas we can we can we don't have to like somebody and we don't have to like somebody's message to learn from them right like i'm like that i don't i I tell people about uh things in in branding branding that i've learned from donald trump i don't have to agree with any of his messaging to see things that he does and see the things that i can pull away and apply to myself right i don't gotta like nothing about the dude but I can see certain things that will be a positive over here. Mm-hmm. I take it and go with it. I don't have to like certain things that Grant Cardone says, but if he if he is one of the biggest internet marketers and biggest salesmen, you don't think I can learn more about internet marketing and sales from the guy that I don't like what he says about this stuff, right. but he knows what he's doing because he's built a $100 million Educational company. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, we gotta, we gotta learn how we can, uh, how we can disassociate, pick up game along the way, and and throw away all the excess stuff that we don't need. I feel like that's one of the reasons why why us as a whole stay behind because we gotta let we gotta love the messenger to listen to him. Right. It's like well, other all people or nothing. Don't. Yeah, whereas other people, they don't care. Mm-hmm. They're gonna take what they can get from it. Yeah, it just mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spend my Thanksgiving with you. <laughs> like, it is. 
Move on. But you but you know how to you know how to turn one dollar in a in a two one business. Cool. Let me let me listen to you. Mm-hmm. You said this about this group of people. What's that got to do with me learning how to get a certain a certain uh, automated system in place in my business? Right. Because here's the thing that we got to understand. It's whether we want to accept it or not, whether you like it or not, whether you like what I'm about to say right now or you don't. The facts are we haven't done it yet. So the only example that we have of the people that have probably going to say some crazy stuff about us in private. Mm. That's simple. We not gonna we not gonna get some information because we don't like what they say. Cause we're just now getting to first we're just now getting to first generation levels of success about certain things. So there's not a lot of people that we can look at that look like us that have taken it to crazy heights mm-hmm. outside of entertainers. Yep. And the entertainers don't have a blueprint that you can follow because they did it through through populate through popularity of being an entertainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't you can't take that and just apply it and you know rinse and repeat. Hove can't tell me no game. Yeah. I know people joke about the would you do this at a dinner with JG. Just being realistically speaking, I'm not in a position to where if Hove wanted to give me some game, I could do anything with it. Mm. Neither is a lot of people. There's only there's only maybe there's only maybe two to three people I've ever even met in my life that if they had that opportunity, he really was to give them some game, they could do it because they're in a position. Yeah, I saw a clip uh, with EYL. They were talking about it, and they were saying how like hands down they would they would do the dinner with Jay Z based they're off in of- the the position that they're in. I don't know them too, but. I could see that for them. Mm-hmm. It's not. I'm not in. I couldn't do nothing with that right now. Yeah. But he was even talking about like everybody should do it based on, based on the idea that more relationships would stem from that. I understand that, but I'm just talking about implement. <clears throat> I'm not talking about a relationship. I know. I'm yeah, talking yeah. About I know if he was saying. just to give me some game, mm-hmm. and we ain't gonna have no relationship forward. I wouldn't be able to do nothing with what. He got he to tell say, yeah. business wise right now. Because mm-hmm. for one, even with Jay Z being a billionaire, he's never done what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. He's never done internet marketing. Right. Uh, Robert Smith, billionaire. He's never done internet marketing. Right. He's never he's never grown an audience. Online, he's never, he's never touched the people. When I say touch the people, I don't mean like yeah, you yeah. go and you donate some stuff, yeah. or 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 charities over here give some money to this organization, or get hired to speak somewhere. I'm saying like going online and touching the people and affecting masses of people. Mm-hmm. He's never done that. He's never built the. He's never built the online company. Mm-hmm. So it's like a lot of the things that other people that look like us that have have achieved certain heights. Yeah, it's great, but the information that they have, the information that they have, it's not accessible because they don't talk. 
You can't find them nowhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can listen to a Robert Smith interview. You can listen to a Jay-Z interview on some songs and stuff, but it's nothing that I can just directly purchase to tell me how to do something. Mm -hmm. It's nothing that I can directly tap into to, to teach me how to get to the next level. Pick up on little gems here and there and then piece it together, but it's not like, here's the blueprint. Follow this and do it. We're like first level... I'm not even going to use people myself, but there's just other people out there. We're like first level people that have, that other people can see people that look like them to where they can really get some implement, some game that they can instantly implement mm -hmm. in things that they're doing right now. All the other examples of, the, of these people, they don't look like us. So what we so what they say something that we don't like, we just supposed to continue to stay behind because we don't got the knowledge they do. Right. If I was able, if I'm, I'm not at this position, nowhere near it, but say if I was able to scale my business to a, to a $10 million level, mm -hmm. a $15 million, an eight-figure eight figure level, I, I would have to go to somebody like a Grant Cardone to learn how to scale that past, the, past eight figures mm -hmm. in the online space mm -hmm. or with digital products. It wouldn't be nobody else that looks like me that I could go to for that. Oh no, nah, old buddy. Um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but what's his name? He he spoke at a Neo's conference. Don't he Law. do? Yeah, don't he do nine figures? It's one person, and I don't know Law like that. Shout out to Law. I know he follows me. I follow him, but I I don't know if he offers those type of services. Mm. You up that big? You don't gotta. You don't have to do that. You just, right. You keep making the money that you're making. That's why all them entrepreneurs that Grant partnered with for that challenge, they're looking for somebody to get the information from because they don't have anybody else to go to. Right. They got to go outside of their culture to, to find the information. All them, all them black entrepreneurs that Grant recently partnered up with, they all doing 10 plus million, 15 million, 20 million, 30 million. Mm -hmm. What person can they go to that looks like them to get information? Man, that's not about bad. getting to the next level. There's not one. They can't go to whole. Man. They can't go to Michael Jordan, Oprah, <laughs> LeBron, Tiger. Yeah, Yeezy. <laughs> Kanye. It's it's all entertainers. Yeah. And then the people that aren't entertainers, they're not accessible like that. Right. Robert Smith. And they're Don not Peoples. doing that. And they're not doing that. They they could not tell you anything because right. they, they've never done it. Mm -hmm. Don Peebles has never ran an ad for a, a lead generation ad in his life. He can't help you. Man. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Rob uh Robert Smith has never ran an ad to generate a lead. Never set up a webinar. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah, they can go to different places to learn about different things, but the things that they're working on scaling, right? It's it's nobody else. It's nobody that looks like us to go to for that. Mm -hmm. So what I didn't like is the I saw certain people that have recently partnered with them, people online, 
you know, were attacking them for partnering with somebody. Like they know what he was going to say in right. some interview with Trump's, with one of the Trump, with Trump's daughter-in-law. Yeah. How are they supposed to know that? They're looking to they're looking to expand their reach, expand their awareness. Give Grant some uh, some uh, tapping into their audience. They're hoping on the flip side of that they can tap into some of his audience. Yeah, value that's why exchange. they did it. Mm-hmm. That's why they did it, and then they're also working on building a relationship with somebody that's doing it because they don't have anybody else to do it. Mm-hmm. I, somebody I was on Instagram Live. Somebody said Myron Golden. I was like, y'all wouldn't know who Myron Golden was if it wasn't for those black people that partnered up with Grant. That's the only reason any of us know who he is. Mm-hmm. None of us knew Myron Golden existed until they went and started working with him. They introduced all of us to him. That man been on YouTube since 2007. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew who he was until 2021. When they started going over there with him. Mm-hmm. I'm sure other people were aware, but us, ain't nobody know who Myron Golden is. So even though they've learned a lot from Myron, I'm pretty sure if I was to ask him or if he was being honest, he would he would take a lot of his recent success the past two years and attribute it to, to them. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew who, no, none of us knew who he was till you started to see these black entrepreneurs having $100,000 days, million dollar days, and then they say he's the guy that mm, showed him, yeah. On some real, on some real, real, since I'm I'm talking real right now, nobody would have known who he was if it wasn't for Neo. Mm. And why Neo? Neo, and Neo started it. Oh, Shane's got it from Neo? Shans want to know who he was if it if Neo, Neo didn't tell him. Yeah. The podcast, he hop on Shans podcast, then they that does it. But the root of that, how does that relationship right. even form? Neo. Yeah. Yo, Rogers joined this mastermind. Cost this much. He teaching this. Oh, word. Yeah, you should get into it. He gets into it. I'm learning all this stuff. Would you do my podcast? He understands the value of it. He sees that. Yeah, cool. Boom. YouTube goes off. Mm-hmm. YouTube go, goes crazy ever since. That's because you started to see these black entrepreneurs that people that have a certain uh, status and trust amongst the demographic of the culture. They're like, who's this dude? Mm-hmm. Once you get the introduction, you hear a lot of people like it. You tapped in. But even him, that's not somebody that you can go to for the level of information that they that they are now at. They gotta go look for somebody else because he ain't even did it. Right. What Myron teaches is not what what they're doing too. He teaches sales. He teaches uh, how to make more offers. He teaches uh, speaking from the stage and his and his high ticket and his higher mm-hmm. ticketed stuff. Mm-hmm. But things that they're working on, levels that they that they're wanting to take it to, they gotta go to somebody else after they got it from him. Yeah. Cause it's like who who do you go to? The only people to go to in that space is a Grant Cardone, is a Tony Robbins, mm-hmm. is a Dean Grazios, Dean Grazioski, is a uh like it's no it's no black people. Yeah. 
So I'm, I just want to tell us, like, yo, just because we don't like the, just because we don't like the, the messenger, don't act like you can't pick up the message because we do that often. I'm not even talking about people that don't look like us. We'll do that just with any anybody, anything. Mm-hmm. You don't like your cousin, so but. Did they say something that maybe you that was actually right, but you refused to listen to it because you because you despised this person because of what they did to you in two thousand and thirteen? You still ain't. You, I don't trust them. Man. Yeah, I learn a lot from people I don't trust quite frequently. Just hurting yourself when you're doing that. And so I'm saying it's like we gotta we gotta we gotta know that. We got to be able to take in the nourishment and dispose the waste. I heard him 500 say something that was, that I was like, I was like, I like that. I might start using that. He's like, we got to be able to eat the meat and throw away the bones. Mm. Hmm. But y'all just don't be surprised when uh, old white people <laughs> from middle of nowhere in the South Happen to say some questionable stuff about black people. <laughs> hey, yo, most people they have a six figure goal, but they're thinking too small. They're only thinking of a hundred bands. You thinking too small? We need to be thinking big. <laughs> six figures goes up to nine hundred k, and I was able to do that in my business with just one digital product. But it's not about how much bread came in. It's about how much that I lost out on because of information that I did not have. And I do not want the same thing to happen to you along your entrepreneurial journey. So I'm hosting a completely free masterclass this upcoming Thursday, teaching how you can take your already existing skills and information that you already have, your own intellectual property, your IP, create digital products and digital assets with them. Not only that, but I'm giving you the entire framework, strategies, and system and system, S-Y-S-T-E-M, stands for saving yourself time, energy, and money so you don't have to go through the same pitfalls that I had to go through along the way. So go ahead, click the link, and register for the masterclass, and I will see you this upcoming Thursday. But outside of that, y'all, I will say this. You, you, you don't agree with what Grant Cardone says about certain stuff? Cool. I don't agree with majority of stuff that Grant Cardone says. The stuff that I do tap into, it's valuable information to learn. Mm-hmm. And while you are learning information <laughs> from this individual or any individuals, also look, what is it that they're, that they're actually selling you? And be able to, to differentiate if the message that they're telling is something that you can use for you or if this message that they're telling is part of them marketing the thing that they want to sell to you because it's better for them mm, than be. actually you. Yeah, you got to be able to sift through that. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to be able to be able to, like I said, be able to just pick up what's for you and throw away everything else. Don't listen to the whole mess. So like I said, I listen to Grant solely about marketing and sales. That's the info I tap into for. Other people, they they listen to, they think Grant's a real estate guy. 
So they'll want, they go for the, all the real estate advice. I'm not saying he doesn't give good real estate advice. That's not what I'm, that's not why I listen to him. Right. But if he got this, if he's, this real estate advice that he's giving, this is just the example I'm saying, be able to pick up what's for you and what's not for you. If you got a goal of home ownership, no matter what anybody says out here about if it's a good investment or not, that's what you want to do. You don't need to be listening to Grant Cardone about real estate. Right. He's going to tell you not to go get buy a house for you and your family. Even though I, I don't think that a single family house is the is the best investment, but still, I'm not, I would never tell, regardless, I would never tell a black person not to go and own some property. Mm-hmm. Grant will. What is his main, what is his vehicle that he's building? Cardone Capital. Basically, uh, uh, it's not a hedge fund, but basically a fund for real estate investments. So he tells you not to buy real estate, invest with me so I can go buy the real estate for you mm-hmm. and give you a return. So look at what people are doing instead of what they're saying. So Grant, don't buy a house. Grant goes buy property. What is the, What are the properties that he buys? Multifamily. So maybe you can say, okay, I can't go buy a... Because uh, Grant says out oh, at the gate, if it's not at least uh, two hundred fifty-seven thousand units, you shouldn't even look at it. <laughs> maybe you can't go get the two hundred fifty-seven thousand unit, but you may be able to go get the duplex mm-hmm. or the or the quad, the fourplex, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Or even if you get the single family, whatever it is, I'm just saying, like, just think what, just different messaging. Is this for me? What is why is he saying this behind it? Because he's pulling everybody's money, including our communities, for Cardone Capital. For y'all that don't know, there are people within our community that have these real estate funds that you can invest your money into to get a to get a way higher return than the bank. Mm-hmm. One of my homies, friends, mentors, Chris Senegal. The difference is Chris isn't just as known as Grant Cardone. Chris been doing this. Mm-hmm. And Chris got the receipts too. It ain't no, I ain't gonna name drop nobody, but it ain't no shady stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. people may have heard from other funds and stuff like that, regardless if it's true or not. Chris got the receipts. He's buying, he's buying back the block. He's not gingerfying the blocks that he's buying either, because certain properties that he's buying, he's not even have to. He's not even having to displace people mm-hmm. to still make it profitable. He, he's ahead of the time on a, he's ahead of the curve on a lot of things. Certain things that he's buying at the time, people would be like, oh man, this dude don't know what he's talking about. Then next thing you know, it's up $10 million mm-hmm. in equity. For development. Yeah. Like, like that, before the development even starts. It's one property you just, um, he just acquired or something that they acquired not too long ago. I don't know the numbers on it, but it's already up like, like six, seven million in equity since they bought it, and it ain't even the ground ain't even broken on it. Mm. So we got people in our community. Mm. It's just the it's just Chris as far as he doesn't market like that, and. He's not as uh he's not as polarizing as Grant. Mm-hmm. So the polarizing figures, we hear everything that they say. 
because they don't care if you like them or you love them or you hate them or you despise them. They just care that you that they know you. Right. You're talking you talking about got somebody. Yeah, it's just like Kanye. Kanye don't care. He just wants people to know. Trump don't care. He just wants people to know. Grant Cardone don't care. He just wants people to know. A lot of them celebrities, they sit there and they do some outlandish stuff on a or dress a certain way on a red carpet or something. They don't care if you like a, or hate their what they wore. Like it or love it. Rock it or throw it away. Right, right. Cop or drop. They just want you to talk about them. Mm-hmm. Because they got you voting, you talking about it, that's the win. Yeah, Chris could care less if you're talking about them. So a lot of us don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling y'all, Chris Senegal, look him up on social media. It's this, his handle is his name. And it's it's spelled like it sounds. <laughs> but y'all, in the, in the last <clears throat> message, I'm going to wrap this up. Just regardless, take take the Grant Cardone stuff out of it. Anytime that you are communi- communicating what your target demographic through marketing, through sales, through any type of branding, dumb it down. Everybody does it. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about all the all the bells and whistles with your products and services, all the techno babble with whatever the the product or the service mm-hmm. is. Explain it in layman's terms. You will be way more successful. You will have higher conversion rates. You will make more money. Jay-Z said it. Jay-Z said, uh Dumb down my music. He said, if skip, he said, I dumbed down for my audience and doubled my dollars. They criticized me for it, yet they all yell holler. Mm-hmm. If skills sold, truth be told, I'd probably be lyrically talib quali. Truthfully, I want to rhyme like common sense. But I did five minutes. <laughs> I ain't been rhyming like common sense. Yeah, that's hard. Cole's basically saying he he got all the techno stuff. He can do all the all the sped up wordplays, all that stuff. But it, it didn't hit for him till he dumbed it down. Mm-hmm. I dumbed down for my audience and doubled my dollars. They criticized me for it. Like the ones that, mm-hmm. them ones, they gonna criticize you. But they all yell holler. So like yeah, they got the blueprint right there. Like, what do you want to do? Do you wanna do you wanna be do you wanna sound do you wanna be the one that sounds the smartest? Because when you sound the smartest, guess what? People can't understand you. Mm-hmm. They're not going they and it, and it's, you're going to intimidate people. They're not going to purchase the thing from you because they they don't understand what it is. Yep, you know it doesn't resonate. You don't have a connection. All the things that matter. Steve Jobs when he made the when he made the iPod, he didn't sit there and talk about all the all the techno babble and the uh, this the hardware. If this is not a regular MP3, because the hardware has this and this many gigabytes and this and this is the the software and this and that. Well, no, he just said it's a hundred songs in your pocket. Mm-hmm. People understood it. Then when the iPhone came out, take those take those thousand songs, multiply it by ten, and it's your phone with no buttons. What? <laughs> no buttons. Because at the time, every phone had buttons. Every phone had buttons. If you had a screen, it was a screen with a bunch of buttons up under it. And the screen. He didn't was go green. into all the. <laughs> he didn't go to all the specs and and 
you know, all the techno babble. People would not have been able to understand it. Mm-hmm. Tuned out. Did the same with the Macs and stuff. People didn't know that all the computer nerds knew and probably still know to this day Apple products aren't the best tech. Steve knew that consumers don't care. They don't need to understand that it's not the best. Mm-hmm. Just explain to them that it's the coolest. Yep, and it's functionality, and you'll win. <clears throat> and even gotta explain its functionality. I don't know what none of my Apple stuff does. Yeah, you do. I know it turns on. <laughs> no functionality, like from a practical. That's the word. I said, like from a practicality standpoint. You talking? Fun- I don't know what you're talking about. Functionality from a practicality standpoint, bro. You know, you know that you got iMessage. You know, you got FaceTime. Like, you know, you know it in in the simple term. You know what you can accomplish. But you're not saying it's simple. The simple term would be: you can message who you want to message, and you can talk to people and see them. Yeah, of course. But I'm just saying, see, you gotta dumb it down. But you know the but you know it's practicality and functionality is in the practical sense. What? Uh. So y'all y'all dumb it down, explain things in layman's terms. If you can't explain it to where it's a a kid can understand it, and I don't like when people say like these certain young ages, no, not if a if a second or third grader can understand. I'll say if a if a slightly intelligent middle schooler can understand it, you know your product. 